hello, hello. How loungy of you. Yeah, it's a loungy little day for me. I had a couple drinks last night. <laughs> couple saucy beverages? Oh, yeah. They were extra saucy. Lovely. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's practice this thing once. We'll just say it. The intro. Okay. Um... And then we'll do it for real, and then the, we'll just go into it. Like, I can just cut the video okay. whenever. What are we, are we going with Mark and Joe show, or what? Yeah, Best Friends Catching Up, the Mark and Joe show. Alright, that's got a good ring to it. It's got a great ring to it. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome everyone to the Best Friends Catching Up show with Mark and Joe. Did I do that right? <laughs> Definitely not. All the fuck-ups and imperfections is just part of it. That's just us being human. Are okay. we human? Yeah. <laughs> We're all <dance>. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to episode one of Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. Da -da -da -da. I'm Joe. And I'm Mark. And, and we're best friends. Thank you for joining us on this, uh, on this lovely um, Thursday afternoon. Wherever you're uh, tuning in from, I'm here. I'm situated here in Whistler, British Columbia, and I'm all the way in Kingston, Ontario. Just doing a little cross-country checkup on one another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you got it, man. You got to keep me honest. Yeah, you know, me and Joe have been a little bit lackadaisical in our. Uh, I don't know, in our efforts to just keep in touch with one another, and I feel like that's not a problem specific to, to just me and you, Joe. It probably happens to, uh, you know, a lot of people out there. No matter how, like, you know, I like to think we're pretty darn good friends, but you best know, friends. Caught, you just get caught in your little, your little loop, and it's weird how that is. Eh? You just kind of, you're in your little routine. Yeah, and it's not yeah. like I don't have time to make, like, I can make oh, time. Yeah. I have a lot of time. Like <laughs> it away. Yeah. But, you know, you gotta be thoughtful. You gotta go that little extra to make it happen. Yes, exactly. Talk, talk is cheap, homie. Talk is cheap. Put, put your money where your mouth is. Oh. Yo, so keep telling me about uh, your sex staff party. Uh, yeah, well, we, uh, as I was telling Joe before the show started, um, I work at a little ski shop here in Whistler. Over the winter, we do, like, little cash jobs and stuff. Like, we'll do, like, a binding mount for, like, 25 bucks cash and our uh, staff on... Uh-oh. Like, Hopefully the manager's not listening. What's that? Hopefully. No, he was, he's there. Man. He's, he's fully in on it. Glenn's <laughs> fully in on it. Uh, and, yeah, we got our staff under $2,400 and... Treated ourselves to dinner and drinks at uh, Four Seasons Side Cut Restaurant, and uh, yeah, it was just a lovely, lovely meal. I went for the ribeye steak. Do you agree with this that food tastes better oh, if yeah. it's free? <laughs> <laughs> like a nice meal, you know, like when someone else is paying, you're just like, oh, oh yeah, dude. Some... When you're when you're paying, you're like. I can kind of taste the money in the back of my throat. Yeah, you're like, oh, you're like, 
<laughs> Tess is like, I'll get the bacon wrapped tenderloin. You're like, <laughs> Should we get a couple starters, honey? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, water's fine. <laughs> Dude, man, not getting drinks when you go out is the, is the easiest way to like keep the bill down. That's when it gets crazy, man. I know, but... I know. I always kind of feel bad, like... You want to trot the line of not being, like, a little cheapskate. I know, but why is getting water cheap? Like, am I expected to drink alcohol or, like, pop or something whenever I go out? Kind of. Still spending money. I kind of feel bad. Like, sometimes you you look at the waiter or the waitress and you just say, oh, we'll just start with a couple glasses of water. And they look at you like like you stabbed them in the back or something. (laughs) Drink, motherfucker. Drink. Can I recommend our $14 Caesars with one bacon strip in it? <laughs> and a pepperette. Oh, man. That's Yo. Caesar in Kingston. Ooh. You know what, dude? I've been ordering a lot of waters. So, <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. Probably from my own fridge. I make a pretty damn good Caesar. Good bad. I love the rim dip. I'm a sucker for the rim dip. Oh, like I'll the like, celery like, salt I'll stuff? Like, yeah. Celery yeah, salt? Is it celery salt? I think that's what it's called, yeah. Wait, or I might, I might be wrong. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I'll drink my Caesar like 360 degrees around the rim. <laughs> oh, me too. I'll like eat that. Some too. people don't even dabble. Like, they'll almost push, the, push it away. Yeah, no, I'm all for it. I'll lick it. Yeah. The first thing to hit the glass will be my tongue. The, um, what, man, celery salt is such a niche item. Like, <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah. Way? My, I don't know, like, when do you ever use celery salt? It's like, oh, yeah. No one has that stocked. It's always something you're like, ah, I have to go get celery salt. Like, ah, my husband went out to go get some celery salt, and I never saw him again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, honey, I'm just going to go get some celery salt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, I I, uh, went on a hike recently, like a couple days ago, and I I slipped on a rock, and I cut myself pretty bad, like my hand. You might be able to see it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's for, deep. For everyone listening, I'm showing Joe in my webcam. Like, it's dangerously close to like, kind of like your love line. Yeah, the discovery. Isn't it that thing on your palm, right? You have your love line and your yeah. <laughs> dick size line, and you know yeah, all that, that good stuff. Like, like you have like the thing that tells you how long you live for. No, I was just spooked out that. I cut my wrist so close to, you know, you always hear of people, oh, slit your wrist. But uh, we were 45 minutes away from, we don't always hear it, but. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You know what I'm trying to say. You kind of out in the wild. Exactly. It was all fine, but I had to take a couple of days off, <laughs> a couple of elective days off work. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a couple of days off jerking off, but. No, jerking off's been all good. You took a couple of days off work. Buddy, that cut is not that bad. <laughs> I work in dirt. I work with dirt. 
Remember the the leg cut of '98? Yeah, that was gnarly, but kind of deserved. Yeah, that was. Uh, Okay. I still don't even really remember. How All right, something I did want to talk to you about, which I was thinking the other day. So for anyone who doesn't know, Mark and I uh, recently, I guess it's like three or four months ago now, but we went to South America, started in Panama, went to uh, Colombia. <laughs> Fuck Panama. <laughs> yeah. Went to Colombia, and then we went to Ecuador, and finally ended in Peru. And uh, I was thinking about it, like, kind of reminiscing on the whole trip. And I was like, what is my favorite moment of, like, the whole trip? And it's kind of weird or hard to dial dial it all into one single moment. Yeah. But it just came to me. And it is, I think once I tell you, you will agree. But I'm curious to hear what your favorite moment was first. Okay. The wheels are turning in my head. Yeah, take, uh, take a minute. We can we can revisit. There's there was like the the San Blas Island trip was obviously incredible, but that was not really a moment. That was more like a uh, a yeah. It was um okay. You go, and I'll I'm sure it'll come to me in a okay. Mine was when we were in um. Jeez, I can't even remember the. What was the place where we did the surfing with uh, Lindsay? Oh, um, Mancora. Mancora. We were in Mancora. We were playing frisbee on the beach. And, like, one random guy joins us, and he's pretty good, and we're running up and down the beach, and we're throwing, and then someone else joins us. And then this uh, chick joins us, and she's awesome. I, she was I don't know what her deal was, but she, she could throw the frisbee. She was running... And we're all kind of, like, running routes against each other, and we're trying to stop each other, and it was awesome. Very organic game of disc. Yeah, just kind of, it had a, oh, it was so fluid, so spontaneous. But um, let me just paint the picture for you, Mark, and anyone listening. Jog my memory. Yeah, let me just, I want it to be vivid. We're playing beachside. And in Mancora, it's like really nice white sand, but in the water, there's some rocks and some corals. Not a lot, but there's kind of, it's patchy, right? And you can't really see, like, a dusk. Yeah, it's dusk. You can't really see. The water's pretty clear, but when you're looking at it at the angle we were at, you can't really see where the rocks are or anything. And people are starting to dive for the frisbee, and everyone's kind of trying to one-up each other. And I don't remember who it was that threw it, but someone throws the frisbee, and it's kind of, Drifting out over the water. This girl, unknown girl, probably the greatest hero ever known, goes on this like 50-foot run and just dives, completely lays out. She could play oh, for the man. Blue Jays, yeah. catches the disc into like two feet of water, pretty close to where we knew there were some rocks. Like this could have been this could have ended so badly. She went completely head first. Yeah, she pops up in celebration. You know when you catch something and you want to just like throw your arm up and like show everyone, I caught it. She pops up in celebration and her bikini just completely tits out. Both tits just completely hanging out. And she's waving the disc around. We're all cheering. Like I think someone eventually told her they were out. And she just didn't even care. She was the biggest hero. Yeah, she had a big smile on her face. Boobs out. Boobs out. 
Yeah, that was a great moment. Wow, thanks for uh, thanks for reminding me about that. I know I almost let that one slip my memory, but uh, I think maybe one of the uh, to kind of contrast your story, maybe the one of the worst moments. Um, this just popped into my head. Probably not the worst moment. Wow, but that's dark. No, not when it's dark. <laughs> it was more worse for you when we got on that overnight bus and you were oh, no. <laughs> you were the last seat at the back of the bus and the fumes started coming in and you had a full-on panic attack. Yeah, man. I laid down on the floor of the bus, completely crowded. There wasn't an empty seat. Night bus, people were like going to the bathroom. You were just face down on the ground. It was a mix of (laughs) it was a mix of the bus fumes, the fumes from the toilet, which was right beside me, and the back of the bus. Like the wall was so hot, you couldn't even touch it. I was sweating. The guy beside me was sweating. Not to mention, we just partied like three days straight at that hostel as well. Shout out to Loki Hostel if anyone's looking for a spot to hang their hat in Mancora. Yeah, if you're looking to just become an alcoholic for a couple days, go to Loki Hostel in Mancora. I also suggest um, visiting Cafe Dumont and going for the tuna sandwich. Oh. Ho ho. And be known if you're coming from the north of the country, Ecuador and Colombia. They call an avocado an aguacat, but they're in Mancora that changes for some reason to planta. No, palta. Palta, shit. Nice yeah. try, though. Yeah, just a little tri- little travel tidbit. You're very cultured. Super cultured. Hey, so I um, watched a pretty sweet documentary series that I can recommend for you. Hit me. It's, uh, it's called The Defiant Ones. A little bit about it. It's uh, produced by HBO, so you know it's good. I want like a 60-second description, but don't give me too much info. I won't. Okay. Uh, The Defiant Ones, HBO, four episodes. It pretty much follows uh, this music producer, Jimmy Iovine. Um, It's pretty much just about his life, and it's also about Dr. Dre's life. And how it... Uh, well, that's cool. It's really cool. And it culminates with them working together. And eventually... And this isn't me. It, the documentary starts with this. So it's not. I'm not ruining it. it. It culminates with them selling Beats by Dre for $3.2 billion to Apple. That's wow. like the beginning of it. But then it obviously goes back in time. And it just shows how they, how they got to that point. Um, but yeah. All right, I'll give I'll give you a Netflix suggestion. Yeah, please do. This is a bit of a different one. It's not a documentary. I recently watched an anime series on Netflix Whoa. called okay. Yeah, talk about getting dark. Yeah. Got a lot of time on my hands. Obviously, not to call you, but this anime series. Yeah, man, it's so good. I. I don't mind an anime. It's not really my thing, but oh man, was this good. It's called One Punch Man. Uh, You maybe have heard of it. It's pretty famous, but it's on Netflix. It's 10 episodes, like 30 minutes each, not even. And it's 
awesome, man. It's like it's funny. The action, like the animation, is dope. Give it, okay. give it one episode. Okay. Next week when I talk to you, I'm gonna ask you about it. And if you haven't watched it, I'll All have right. a little tear inside. You know. All right. Well, same thing with you and the Defiant ones. Yeah, if, you're, if you if you if you like music or I I don't know I just love documentaries and stuff like that. It's like a podcast, but with pictures. Video. Yeah, <laughs> that's such a that's such a weird way to describe a documentary: a podcast but with video. <laughs> I need to up my podcasting game too. I need to find a couple new good ones. What have you been listening I, to lately? Like classic Joe Rogan and. Um, like overdrive a bit radio lab and uh dan carlin dan carlin just came out with a new hardcore history what okay don't even tell me anything about it i'm gonna i don't even want to know the title okay i'm gonna listen to that i don't think i can remember the title um yeah that one's it's it's pretty good oh there's this there's this italian guys podcast called history on fire and uh that's pretty pretty good too it's another history podcast. Okay, I'm he's definitely like going to check that out. He has such a, he's got like a pretty thick Italian, not thick, he's good at English, but his Italian accent, you can definitely hear it, and it's just so pleasant to listen to. Um, and a good voice mm-hmm. is like half the battle, you know? Oh, yeah. But, uh... uh oh, and yeah. I listen to this, my like weird podcast that I listen to is called Canadian True Crime, and it's like... God, spooky shit. I don't know why I listen to it. Yeah, I don't like that. There's something about it that's weirdly interesting when you hear about people and, like, the horrible things that they do. Why are we, like, yeah. Why is everyone so, I guess, intrigued by, like, the deviancy of humans, you know? We're always, like, serial killers and stuff fascinate us or, like... I know, They make a movie about every famous serial killer, basically. Eventually, you know? Did you hear that they... That's how they caught this Golden Gate killer? By... Through, um... 23andMe? Oh, I wish I knew more about this. Like... Damn, this is so classic when you just read a headline and you don't really, like... (laughs) You don't really, like, click on it. Um, But apparently, somehow, one way or another... Through like a 23andMe or an Ancestry.ca um, DNA test, they found this guy. Cause yeah, okay, no, I'm I'm remembering it now. Um, the police like they they had a DNA signature that they were looking for because they found this DNA on underneath some girl's fingernails or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, and I guess they just rifled rifled through. Um, one of the one of these DNA services sites, and they found something that was incredibly close, so they knew it had to be a relative. So I guess this killer's like brother, uncle, or something did the used the service, and then they found something that was like super similar, and then they went and kind of just figured like found that guy's brother, and it was the Golden Gate killer or something. It's pretty futuristic. Had to be there, I guess. Then I, and then they found 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo. Um, man, I want to... Let's go back to this history thing. Like, Yeah. Oh, I got... I'm so addicted with like, hardcore history and all that. Yeah, but you, I really... You dove into that. 
And the thing that for me, which is what makes it like, obviously Dan Carlin is an incredible storyteller and he can just like, he has the perfect mix of like facts and kind of like emotion, you know? Yeah. But give me a little, give me a little Dan Carlin sample of like me into Im- imitating Dan Carlin. Yeah. Try. <laughs> okay. And put yourself in their mind for a second. You're sitting there. Your family is uh, being in danger. What would you do to save them? Would you put yourself at risk? Would you die for them? It's like, I don't know. That's. Yeah. I think that's. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah. That was good. Piqued my interest. Anyway, sorry. Go on. But that's why I'm really curious about this new history one. But um, I think what draws me to this history podcast so much is that it gives me some kind of like weird clarity in my own life. Like being able to put yourself in a different mindset and like truly, really try to see a different point of view, especially one so differently from another historical time. It just, I don't know. It kind of makes you more thankful. makes you definitely makes you more appreciative when you hear about how, brutal life used to be for the majority of people i know and like people yeah i guess like when something kind of bad happens to you it it's a good kind of perspective to think about we have it pretty damn good aka this cut man before medicine this thing could have gotten infected and i probably would fucking die uh yeah now i just have to you know hang out now you just gotta tough it out and not go to work for a couple days yeah, you know, I wasn't going to work today anyways because uh, I was a little bit hungover, but yeah. Nah, that's all right. I get it. Yeah, you know how it is. Man, the other day I was thinking about like something. I know I told you this before, but it's like it's one of my, I guess, dad goals, dad lifestyle goals. Right. And it's to every T-shirt I own to be yeah, yeah, like to not just be a t-shirt i bought in a store it was some brand logo in the like on the button or on the pocket you know i want every t-shirt i own to be from like some like 5k run or like some yeah. restaurant i've been to like every shirt has will have an experience or a reason as to why i have it yeah, yeah. totally not yeah maybe Maybe one yeah, nice no. shirt, you know? <laughs> one black shirt and one white shirt, and everything else is just... One of my favorite shirts I own, this is a good time to plug um, one of the show's sponsors here, is my Pelican Seafood Market and Grill. <laughs> Was that supposed to be... Uh, like, Were you talking about one of our sponsors, the Pelican Seafood Market and Grill well, in I Ottawa? This, yeah, this is a good time to... Uh, anybody's in ottawa and is kind of pining for a little bit of seafood fare um either to cook at home or just eat in their lovely restaurant um because they have a market too you can just buy your own fish there and take it home to cook um go check out the pelican seafood market and grill um down on bank street kind of near alta vista area and you'll have a great time um lovely lovely staff there owned and operated by by a true legend in his craft. If you mention our podcast, you'll get 10% off any apps. <laughs> just ask for a meal at the front yeah, desk. Just, just, <laughs> yeah. 
it's true it's a little deal we've got going with them so um but yeah no i love that black t-shirt just black t-shirt classic pelican yeah yeah i i don't have mine anymore oh do you know where you lost it nope that's just kind of how these things go for me i've got it just losing kit has got to be one of the you know what's the nice thing about it though it always it's a grad it happens gradual like you lose a piece of kit and then you don't really see it for like three weeks to a month you're like oh where did that go i just have a knack for losing stuff get this okay two days two days ago come back from like i worked all day i was just like grinding on my feet all day kind of thing we um smoked a joint and then we i went and played squash and i was like which was a really weird experience Pretty yeah. awesome though, I bet. and I'm running home. Like I haven't eaten all day, so you know, I wasn't ready. I didn't make a lunch. I woke up late. I didn't have breakfast. You know, it's uh, it's my fault. I get it, <laughs> but I didn't eat all day. I was barely drinking, and I was just kind of out of it. I felt kind of dizzy and like delirious when I left squash, and I, I had to. Uh, I after I moved squash, I went and watched the Raptors game. So I still I had a friend's house, so I still didn't eat. Jesus, I know, I know, it was out of control. But it's like ten. Yourself. It's like ten p.m. now or something, and I decide I'm I'm gonna run home because it's it's like a fifteen minute walk, and you know I want to get home because I want to eat, I want to shower, I want to like get to bed kind of thing. So I'm running and I'm running. It's about like I don't know a little over a kilometer, and I'm running, and I uh, I'm just I'm starting to get tired, you know, near the end. But I and my bag because I had a squash racket in there. Oh. It keeps just shaking in my bag, and it's it's loosening the zippers little by little by little, right? And uh, but I'm just like I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. Take my bag off, rezip it. I just I'm so close. I'm gonna keep going. I get home, and I have my racket, but my squash shoes, which I just bought for 120 bucks, which is a huge oh. purchase for me. The guy yeah. only gets water when he goes out. Yeah. And uh, they're not in my bag. Son savage right i had to run back down the street they fell out one of them was laying in the middle of an intersection you know yeah. joe just losing shit imagine just being in your car just seeing this big big joe just running <laughs> me hungry <laughs> must get home oh yeah. man that's uh that's a bummer Sorry to hear that. So do you have one shoe at least? No, I found them both. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they're oh, nice yeah. shoes. If someone saw them, they would have definitely snatched them up. Yeah. Nice. Well, there he goes. There's a silver lining there. All's well that ends well. But, um, you know, speaking of, like, I love when you make a purchase and you're just so stoked so, on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like that happens to me pretty often because I just don't buy that many things for myself. Like, I haven't bought new clothes in so long. Of the same way. But I, I can't rec- remember the last thing I bought for myself in terms of clothing. I've recently been on a bit of a splurge. Oh. It, it's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Got a new squash racket, new shoes, and just arrived today some swimming goggles. Oh, I got swimming goggles a couple months ago. So I got nice. into a little bit of a swimming phase. Yeah, what happened to that? Uh, kind of just stopped going. I've been a little bit of a mutt lately in terms of uh, physical activity and exercise. 
well, what are you going to do about that? I'm start going to the gym and whatnot. But, oh, God, I've been, like, eating pretty bad, too, to be honest. That's, man, you need to have, that's such a lame plan, like, going to the gym sometime. You have to have a, a plan, man. Or, like, join, like, a sports team or something. Oh, I oh I am. I'm on a well. I was about to say I'm on a slow pitch team, but that's not really too athletic. But I'm, I'm drinking gonna, beers between outs. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play touch rugby, slow pitch. I'm gonna get into the tennis league here and crush. I'm gonna start golfing because the course opens soon, and that'll be good. And I'm pretty. I walk around all the time. Like I'm moving around while I work all the time. So, but yeah. I get but, that. Sometimes it can be hard to to go do that extra thing after you've been working on your feet all day. But yeah, oddly enough, man, when I used to work in an office, I felt even less motivation to go exercise. Yeah, I've heard that. Like I can work hard, like on my feet all day, and still I have more like will and desire to go work out or exercise or play sports than when I was working in offices. Like I don't know, it's just getting me down. Yeah. Got those uh, indoor blues. Yeah, it's the fluorescent lights. They just suck the life out of you. Yeah, that's what it is. That's definitely what it is. Speaking of, speaking of fluorescent lights, I've got so much vegetables growing right now. Our house is like a little grow up of vegetables. <laughs> I bought these. Um, I bought these fluorescent like grow lights off Amazon. Actually, no LED grow lights off Amazon, and I've got. Um, these other lights there, I just planted celery yesterday, kale, lettuce, beets, yesterday was a big day, and I've, my jalapenos and peppers have been growing for like a month and a half, and, uh, what else do I got? I got, I planted carrots. Any herbs? Herbs, I've got some basil growing, but, because I've told you about this, right? Like, my plans to start, like, kind of, like, sell kind of, like, veggie garden beds, I guess and do installations for that um i kind of hit a roadblock when i realized how labor intensive it is to make good looking vegetable planters um yeah but you just need the tools man you need to invest in the tools no chris is letting me use all those tools but i found um i found this really cool kind of cool rustic looking pallet vertical pallet garden it's really easy to make. Like you know what a pallet is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You just you just take that and you um grab like burlap pretty much and you just make these little pockets of burlap and then you just fill them with soil and put your veggies in there and it's pretty but it looks pretty cool too. So I'm just gonna do that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of those vertical gardens. Yeah. You can do those indoor too, like I've seen. Yeah. But then it needs to be all like uh what does it need to be? But it's dope when it's all, like, got the ir- irrigation and everything built right in. Yeah. No, that's the goal. That's the dream, buddy. Living the dream. Guy got a vertical garden. That's how you know he's doing well. <laughs> oh, man. All right, dude. Well, it's been a good catch-up. Yeah, it's lovely. I will be expecting a full book report on One Punch Man. Yeah, find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And, uh, yeah, just thanks for taking the time to just... Hang out with us. Hang out.
uh, if you like it, rate, comment, or subscribe. And maybe just, you know, if there's a friend that you haven't spoke to in a while, maybe he lives across the country or on the other side of the world. Or she. Hit him up. Or she, yeah. Sorry, pardon me. Hit him up and have a phone conversation, a Skype call, whatever. It's, it's freaking easy these days, but we don't do it often enough. So It's been nice, dude. Yeah, been a, been a treat. Take All care, right. buddy. Take care. Bye-bye.